up, everyone? Welcome to the Stanford Sports History for February 11th, 2024. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Welcome to a Super Bowl Sunday edition of the podcast. Before we get into today's episode, quick housekeeping note from yesterday. As always, I want to make sure the facts I'm giving you are correct. We did our Black History Spotlight was Reggie Jackson. He was, in fact, drafted in 1966, not 1965. And he did have 563 home runs. And I was right with my uh, intuition because he was the one that Mike Schmidt had 548. Reggie Jackson was like the next guy. And then Harmon Killebrew, I believe, had 577. So always want to make sure the facts are there. So Reggie Jackson drafted in 1966 and then hit 563 home runs. All right. As always, let's start with the question of the day recap. We said, was Seth Joyner a Hall of Famer? There was a lot of chatter about that. And 88% of you said, yes, he should be in the Hall of Fame. A lot of people did point out that just because he has better numbers doesn't necessarily equate to him being a better player than Patrick Willis, and which I can totally see that. Uh, Numbers don't always tell the full story. You got to look at the eye test. But for me, the eye test with Seth Joyner is there. The biggest travesty, though, I still say, is the fact that Eric Allen is not in the Hall of Fame. I just don't get it. Uh, Hopefully, now that this year he was uh, one of the finalists, he'll be back to being a finalist and, and hopefully get in like he deserves to be. Uh, But as always, thanks for reaching out for the question of the day. 267-495-8531 gets you in on the voice and text line. Be sure to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's the Super Bowl. You're probably going to be checking out videos. Just Jimbo underscore Mott. Subscribe to the channel. Let's get this thing growing. Uh, Help out. Buy some Girl Scout cookies from Ella. Everything you need is in the description uh, include or uh, the link is in the description that takes you right to her page to get hooked up with that. So Super Bowl Sunday is a good day to do it. All right, Flyers with another big win coming out of the All Star break, beating the Seattle Kraken three to two. Sean Couturier with the game winner after kind of messing up in the second period, getting an earful from John Tortorella, came out, scored the game winner. Three straight now, as I mentioned, after the All-Star game. And this team has been streaky all year. And we're on one of those high streaks now. We're going to be talking about what they're going to do at the trade deadline. I have a feeling and still think that Danny Breer and Keith Jones will keep their eye on the big picture and do what's right for the team moving forward. And if that means adding a piece or two for this year, great. If it means subtracting a piece that could help us out in the future, even better. Uh, but overall, good win. They play the Coyotes on Monday at home. But 3-2, to two, Couturier with the game winner. That's three straight out of the All-Star break for the Flyers. Things are looking good. They have that big showdown next week with the Devils up at MetLife Stadium. So looking forward to that. Sixers news. And Sixers won yesterday, 119-113. Tyrese Maxey had 28. Looked good down the stretch. It was good to get back on track. Washington has been playing well, even though they're not one of the better teams. It's shorthanded still, but uh, good to see the Sixers come out with a little bit of energy and fight. Uh, Maxie was great in the fourth quarter. Buddy Heald was magnificent for the second straight game, 23 points for him. But the big story was Ricky Council the fourth with a double-double coming out of nowhere. 
able to take advantage of getting some playing time. You got to love seeing that. Uh, but overall, good, good win. Um, they are in Cleveland on Monday, then back home on Wednesday against the Heat, and then they have a little bit of a break for the All-Star break. Probably much needed to get some of these nagging injuries healed up. We're one week closer then to being Joe being reevaluated, but I'm anxious to see where this team goes. Uh, but good to see Ricky Council doing something well. Uh, Buddy Heald has been as advertised. Uh, it, it, we missed that sharpshooting there. So the fact that he came out yesterday on fire, you gotta love that. And I know there's people who say he can't play defense, but when you're shooting like that, that's yeah, I, I will take that. Word on the street this morning is Kyle Lowry did approve his buyout from the Heat and will be signing with the Sixers coming home. Uh, he is 38. I'm, I don't mind his signing. He'll probably, he has a history with Nick Nurse. He'll be able to provide some uh, veteran leadership and hopefully just score some points, especially get, uh, get while he's getting some playing time now while people are hurt. Uh, but I, I, I like that as a backup point guard option. Uh, that the, Just the leadership and the fact that he knows Nick Nurse's system. Uh, perhaps w- since he's at the end of his career, this could be a stepping stone into coaching. You never know. Uh, but welcome home, Kyle Lowry. Uh, let's keep this thing afloat until Joe comes back. And speaking of Joe coming back, you got to believe. you got to believe that he's going to come back healthy. And this team is set up. They, they got to get one. And, and I believe that there's still still hope out there. But you got to get your belief shirt from phillygoat.com. Uh, it, it doubles as a Philly shirt. Uh, the Phillies are the ones that are actually wearing them. Technically, is a Philly shirt with the pinstripes. But you can use it as a Sixers shirt. Get some nice canvas loafers to match. Those things are phenomenal. And, and if you haven't checked them out yet, please do yourself a favor. Go to phillygoat.com. Check out what I'm talking about with these shoes. They're just unbelievable. Uh, that's phillygoat.com. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery at checkout for 10% off your order. You won't be disappointed. phillygoat.com, promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. It is Super Bowl Sunday. Check out the latest and possibly, I'm sure they'll do a Super Bowl recap, but the latest Clashing Conferences podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. My boys are doing a great job over there. Uh, so go to Clashing Conferences Podcast. There's uh, a 49ers fan on there. So it's a, it's ang- take his take. And it's actually kind of endearing that they're still focused on what happened last year in the NFC Championship game, which to me is going to be their undoing this afternoon. Not much on the, the news front for the Eagles, but it is a Super Bowl. So let's break down the game. Um, I... Not a very uh, big handicap on this one. I think uh, the the spread right now is Chiefs or uh, Niners minus two. The over is forty seven and a half, and the Forty ers have not looked good in the playoffs so far. They definitely are leaking oil. The defense is not playing as well as they were earlier in the season. I think that bodes well. The, the Lions were able to run the ball fairly well against the Niners. And I think I look for Isaiah Pacheco to have a big game. Um, And I think ultimately that's going to be the difference. And where the Niners defense has been leaking oil, the Chiefs defense has been playing outstanding. Uh, Save like one. 
that first drive against Baltimore. They've been, they played great in the AFC Championship game, and I think that's going to be the difference. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs plus the points. I also like the over in this game. Um, I, I think the the Niners have just too many weapons to get completely just shut down, even though Debo is a little banged up. Uh, I still look for McCaffrey to have a decent game. He's just an exceptional talent. Uh, but I like the Chiefs plus the two. I think their defense versus the Niners' defense, that's the matchup that's going to, to be the difference. I look for Pacheco to be a sneaky, sneaky play for MVP um, because I honestly I don't see them doing too much passing. I think they're the, the blueprint is there uh, between what the, the Packers did and the Lions did in the the NFC NFC playoffs, I, I think it's there. And Spagnola definitely is going to to have a little something for them, I think. Uh, but it's a good chess chess match, Shanahan versus Spagnola. But I think Spagnola is going to outduel him. Uh, so I'm taking the Chiefs plus the two. I'm taking the over. i got a ton of other prop bets that, that I'm betting. Um, have some fun with it today. But... Not only am I taking the Chiefs because I think they're the they're going to win, and it's hard to bet against Pat Mahomes. I can't justify the forty. Like I, we can't let the 49ers win. Like that's talk about insufferable. Yeah, like don't want to do that. And plus, it's going to be fun to hear them whine about God knows what, but they'll whine about it. So that is my Super Bowl pick. But that leads us to today's question of the day: What is your Super Bowl pick? Who do you got? Chiefs, Niners. 267-495-8531 gets you in. Be sure to give me your rationale for it, too. Let me know why you're thinking one way or the other. For me, it's the Chiefs defense. I think they're going to confuse Brock Purdy, who has not been that sharp. Yes, he's made the plays when he needed to, but he looked completely lost against Green Bay. And, I mean, they were down 20, what was it, 24-7. They shouldn't even be here if Dan Campbell just didn't whatever you want to call it, the game away. Uh, so I, I think that that's my rationale. Let me know yours. 267-495-8531. I've tried to do that on bias, uh, but there definitely is some bias in there. However, it's tough to pick against the Chiefs. I mean, they were down and out, especially after that Eagles game this year. And look, here they are, ready to win. Their, what is it, their fourth Super Bowl in five years or fifth and sixth, something ridiculous like that. So... Make sure you give me your picks, 267-495-8531. All right, today we're going to go back to 2001. Yesterday we talked about the 2002 All-Star Game. Today it was the 2001 NBA All-Star Game down in D.C. It was the East beating the West 111-110. to The East trailed 95-74. to Just think about the score and just how different the game was during 20 years ago. But they were trailing 95 to 74 with nine minutes left. And then AI did his best AI impression and just put the team on his back and led the comeback. He scored 15 of his 25 points during that stretch. Stefan Marbury hit two big threes in the final 50 seconds, including the game winner with 28 seconds left. It was AI being named the MVP. He won the league MVP. Um, that year as well, but in the All-Star game, he had 25 points, 5 assists, and 4 steals. Vince Carter had 16 for the East. Dikembe Mutombo, 22 rebounds. He would be AI's teammate less than two weeks later after this All-Star game. 
Kobe led the West with 19, had a shot to to win the game at the end, passed the ball, and I believe it was Tim Duncan he passed it to, missed the shot. Uh, but it might have been somebody else. Either way, Kobe had a shot or a chance to take the shot, gave up the shot for the pass, and the guy missed it. Tim Duncan, 14 points, 14 rebounds. Theo Ratliff was also the other representative for the Sixers in that All-Star game. But we know he was hurt and ended up being traded for Matumbo. Less than two weeks later, the whole the Sixers were 41 and 14, blah, 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 blah. But there's no way that that team would have competed against the Lakers at all. And I, I, I don't know if they would have made it through the East without Matumbo, to be completely honest, that year. But that's another. How about for Super Bowl Sunday? How about a bonus question of the day? Would the 2001 Sixers have made it to the NBA Finals? without the Kemba Mutombo. Let me know that as well. 267-495-8531. Me, I don't think they would have made it through. And if they would have made it through, I think it would have been four straight blowouts in the NBA Finals. But let me know. Larry Brown also was the coach in the All-Star game that year. That 2001 Sixers team, obviously one of the all-time favorite teams in Philadelphia sports history. They won our Lovable Loser Tournament last summer. Uh, But on this day, back in 2001, AI won the MVP at the NBA All-Star Game, played down in D.C. when he led the improbable comeback, put the East All-Stars on his back, and said, I got you. All right, finally, our Philly Sports Black History Spotlight. Going over the river to Jersey for to spotlight Jersey Joe Walcott. He was a Pensalkin native. Uh, he dropped out of high school at 15 after his father passed away. Got a job working at the Campbell Soup Factory to support his family. At that time, he began training as a to be a boxer. Uh, he took the name Joe Walcott after his uh, favorite boxer from Barbados. And then he added Jersey so people could distinguish between the two and also to give a shout out to where he was from. So that's where Jersey Jersey Joe Walcott came from. Uh, That was not his original name. He took it based on a Barbados-based boxer uh, by the same name. But Jersey Joe did become the heavyweight champ from 1951 to 1952. He became the oldest to win the title at the age of 37 until George Foreman was 44, 45, and did it um, in the 90s. But for the longest time, Jersey Joe was 37 years old when he did it, becoming the oldest to win the heavyweight title. For his career, he was 49, 20, and 1 with 31 KOs. He was considered one of the best heavyweights of the 40s and 50s, despite only having the title for two years. When he retired, uh, before he retired, he lost the title actually to Rocky Marciano and then lost again the recap. So he ended his career with two straight losses to Rocky Marciano. We know Rocky Marciano was uh, the guy that retired as the undefeated champion. And if you're a fan of coming to America, we know he was Joe Lewis was 137 years old when he fought Rocky Marciano. But I digress. Uh, After he retired, Jersey Joe became ref. And he was a ref uh, for some pretty big fights until the second Muhammad Ali, uh, Sonny Liston fight. There was a lot of controversies in that. It was the fight with the the phantom punch that nobody saw Ali hit on Liston. Liston went down thinking that he owed money to gamblers. or I forget the exact story. 
that he took a dive. Ali was pissed, went over and was talking trash to Liston, Liston and was standing over top of him. The controversy came because Walcott couldn't get Ali back to his corner. Um, and like you know, the Muhammad Ali, the famous picture of him standing up over top of Liston, Liston that came from that fight when he knocked him down on the phantom punch. Uh, but basically, because of the controversy and the fact that Walcott was unable to get Ali and could really control the fight. He never refed another fight after that. He did do some acting after he retired as well as got into politics in Jersey. He is a bo- International Boxing Hall of Famer. He is in the New Jersey Hall of Fame as well as the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame. Today's Black History Spotlight, Jersey Joe Walcott, heavyweight champion in the 50s, one considered one of the best of the era. Uh, 49-20-1 with 31 KOs, fought some of the biggest names ever in boxing, Rocky Marciano, he lost to Joe Lewis, and there's your going back to the coming to America tie-in. Joe Lewis was 137 years old when he fought Rocky Marciano. But this is about Jersey Joe, who was heavyweight champ, lost to Rocky Marciano, became a ref, became an actor, Got into politics. One of the best boxers ever from this area. And today's Philly Sports Black History Spotlight. Jersey Joe Walcott. All right. On this day, back in 2001, the or the AI won the MVP of the All-Star Game, leading the East to a 111-110 win over the West. Scored 25 points, had five assists and four steals. It is Super Bowl Sunday. Let me know your picks for the Super Bowl. That is the official question of the day. Give me your Super Bowl picks. But the secondary one, let me know. Do you think the Sixers make it out of the East that year if they didn't trade for Matumbo? I don't think so. I think they had to do it because they were more... I just don't think Ratliff could have carried them there. But let me know. 267-495-8531. Get you in. I'm going Chiefs plus two and the over 47 and a half. Among other things. But let me know what you think. 267-495-8531. Go. Enjoy the game today. Be safe. Don't do something stupid. Don't drink and drive. Try to get out and enjoy some the day before. Go buy a TV. Do something. Uh, but be smart. Enjoy the game. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. Go have yourselves a Sunday. And until next time, I'll see you around.